The PA came and said, the minister has come. So you are welcome, sir. You know the reason why I kept you? Because it's coming all the way from Ibadan. <laughs> so at this reverend, Sunday I went. It's the general overseer of Christ proclaimer in the, proclaimers in Ibadan. And he has graciously agreed to come. So we were about rounding up. So half an hour, can you still stand half an hour? Can you still align for half an hour? Good. So you are, you are welcome, sir. May the Lord bless you. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. You are not happy. If you are not happy, I will drop the microphone. Shout hallelujah. I must apologize to every one of us for coming very, very late. Not intentional. Before five, or at the long bridge before Baga. And since that time till now, it's been a battle to get out. I have told myself, Lord, even if it is five minutes, these people must not come with expectation about it. I know my prof have done a lot, did every arrangement to ensure that this meeting uh, holds. May I beg for your apology? Am I forgiven? All right. Um, it's not going to be long. It may not even be up to half an hour. All I want to do is to proclaim the word of God over your life. If God wants to bring a change into any life, the vehicle for God's miracle is his word. The Bible says he sent forth his word and the word healed them and delivered them from their what? From their destructions. The Bible talks about Joseph in Psalm 105 that he was a man appointed to preserve a generation, but he was bound in chains and shackles until the day when his word came. And when his word came, they sent for him. He left that prison that very day for the palace. The dream of many years was fulfilled in the day his word came. For John the Baptist, you remember in Luke 180, the Bible says the child grew and it was in the wilderness until the day of his showing to Israel. When was his day of showing? In chapter 3 of Luke, the Bible says the word of the Lord came unto John in the wilderness. The day your word comes, that day your world opens. Tonight, there is a word for one person here. You will not miss yours in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you breathe upon this proclamation. Let the spirit of life, the spirit of grace, go forth with this one word that you have laid on my heart in the mighty name of Jesus. That the lives and situations of your people will respond positively to this word in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, hear me. 
the word that came to me in December 30, this last December, is the word that I'm persuaded to proclaim over your life. I had been waiting on God to know what God's mind is for us for the year 2017, particularly in the assembly where I pastor. And I believe what is true for us is also true for you if you are a child of God. And while waiting, the word of the Lord came to me clearly, and I wrote it down in red letters. The Lord said, in 2017, you will rise up and walk. Amen. Let me look at your friend. Say, this year. I can hear you. Say, this year. Hear the word of the Lord. You will rise up. You will walk. Say it louder. This year. Say it again. This year. I will rise up. And walk. That is God's word tonight that we want to declare. It's just a declaration. Now, I was wondering when God said, you will rise up and walk. And I look at myself, I was not paralyzed. Physically, I'm walking around. There is no cripple in the church. But God said, you will rise up and walk. And I understood, if God is saying that, it shows there is somebody that is paralyzed somehow. There is an individual that is crippled. There is an individual that seems to be bedridden. There is somebody who is lying in a prostrate position. Alright? And God said, this year, I want to set you on your feet. Are you hearing me now? Now, physically, you are okay. We see you walking on your feet. But some of us, in your career, you are crippled. In marriage, some of us are crippled. In finances, some of us are paralyzed. Alright? Even in spiritual life, there are a lot of us who are also in that pitiable state. Now, if you look at Acts chapter 3, which we are not going to read, it's a story you know about the man who was uh, who was born a cripple. His name, identity, had been buried. You won't hear his name mentioned because he was crippled. If he was a big man, a notable man like Job, a man who was richest among all the men of the East, his name would have been written. But this man, because of his situation, Nobody even remember this name. The Bible says a cripple, born crippled, was carried. And every day he was laid at the gate of the temple. And what was his job? He was begging for arms from those who have two legs walking across. You have, you are standing on your two legs. Your pocket cannot be empty. You are walking on your two legs. You can't be a roadside beggar. You are walking on your two legs. You can't be pitied by friends. You won't be carried around by people. If they don't carry you, you don't move. If somebody does not carry you, you are not sustained. 
Instead of being a breadwinner, people are still feeding you. This year, as the Lord liveth, God is setting you on your feet. I say God is setting you on your feet. I say God is setting you on your feet. A beggar in our midst will become a sponsor in the name of Jesus. Somebody who has been stagnated, somebody who has been crawling for years, this year, you will rise and walk in the name of Jesus. Hear me. The Bible says that man has never walked. He was born a cripple. There are things you have never been able to do in your life. Since you have never been able to do testimonies you have never had. This year, you will have that testimony. I can't hear your amen. I can't hear your amen. Somebody there say this year. I can hear you say this year. I am rising up. Financially, I'm rising up. Maritally, I'm rising up. Professionally, I'm rising up. Spiritually, I'm rising up. I will walk on my feet. I can't hear you say I will walk on my feet. This year, you will begin to carry men. People will begin to look up to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody say I'm rising up. Somebody say I'm rising up. Now, there are situations of life that can cripple a man. Alright? People look at you. You know where you are. Even though people are saying thank God for your life. You know we are not supposed to be where you are. You are making progress, but like a cripple. It's not as if you are lazy. You have potentials in you. A cripple. We call him disabled. Not because he lacks ability, but because his ability has been caged. He can't exercise it. A cripple is looked down upon. It doesn't matter the certificates he has. Evil prof as gracious as he is. If, if, if they are to employ somebody in his place of service and uh, there are about four of them that are equally qualified, very good, but the crippled man is a little bit better. He's a little bit better. But he's crippled. If they present the four of them to him, I guess, I guess, with wisdom, he would dodge the crippled man. Isn't it? Because he wants somebody to represent them well. Somebody who can move fast. Somebody who can accomplish. Somebody who is a goal getter, who is a result oriented man. It's not somebody you are waiting, crawling and crawling and crawling. This year, you are rising up. I said this year, you are rising up. This year, you are rising up. I don't know how God will do your case. But there is a word of God for your life tonight. There are places you have never touched in your life. This year, you will touch there. I say there are places you have never touched. You have never been to. This year, you will get there. Somebody in there say, I will get there. Say it again, say, I will get there. It doesn't matter what is tying you down. Like in Mark chapter 11. Remember in Mark chapter 11, the Bible said there was an ass. Alright, Jesus said, go over there. Two disciples, go there. You will find an ass tied down at the junction where two roads met. Tied down. You will find the ass. When you get there, lose the ass. 
Look at somebody. Say tonight you are loose. But you are not speaking like somebody who has faith. Say I decree. I declare. I proclaim. Tonight you are loose. Say you are loose. Alright Jesus said. Get there. Loose the ass. I bring it. If anybody challenges you. What are you doing? Say the Lord has a need of it. There are some of you. The reason why God will set you on your feet this year. Is because God has a need of you. The reason why prosperity will come your way is because God has a need of it. Is anybody who wants to be a sponsor of a kingdom project in the house? You want God to count on you? If we are talking about five, ten people who are shakers in this church, you want your name to be mentioned among them. Can I hear you say, I am here? Now, we want to pray. Now, I, I want only people who have enough faith to believe. To join me in this prayer. Alright? I have seen destinies reversed all of a sudden. I've seen lives changed. I have seen life changed all of a sudden. I was somewhere in May last year. Alright? Outside this country. Specifically, it was in Malawi. We were having a three-day prayer program. And there was a woman among several testimonies that were shared. There was this woman who said she had a property. A landed property she wanted to sell. And for over two years, for sale. People will come, people will come and go. Come and go. And she needed that money desperately. But the land was tied down. She was potentially rich but practically poor. She had assets but those assets were not useful. The enemy sat on it. Lift up your right hand. I decree whosoever is sitting on your treasure, whosoever is sitting on your destiny, whosoever is sitting on your fortune, whosoever is sitting on the prophetic word of God concerning your life, Tonight they are removed in the name of Jesus. I say tonight they are removed in the name of Jesus. If in spite of all that the devil did, God brought me here. Even if it is for these three, four, five minutes, I believe it is because somebody's time has come. Somebody's season has come. The Bible says wisdom and power belongs to God. In Daniel chapter 2 verse 20. Wisdom and power belong to him. The Bible says he changes time and seasons. I declare your season is changing now. I say your season is changing now. Your time is changing now. Every dry season in your life terminates in the name of Jesus. Every dryness in your life terminates in the name of Jesus. Is anybody believing along with me? Alright? We did the prayer. Nine vigil. The woman got home Saturday morning. Shockingly, shockingly. A buyer was waiting for her. Something that had been tied down for over two years. One of the pastors in Lusaka, in Zambia, you know, they were owing, the church was owing. She said, he said they have rich people in the church. They needed to just, one man can settle the bill. They were owing the landlord. Alright? But nothing. 
He has announced and talked and talked, nobody, nobody. The devil zip up all the pockets of people. And then, on the last day of our meeting there, he came Saturday morning. He went to his church quickly to go and bring the sand of the church. And then some handkerchief. Sir, please help me pray on this church, on this, on this, on this materials. This is our trouble in the church. The landlord is threatening us. And we have rich people. But the hearts of people are closed. There are some people who are meant to help you. It's like their mind has been sealed. Are you hearing me now? In, in the book of John 5, remember the man who had been impotent for 38 years. Jesus said, do you want to be made whole? He said, sir, I have what? I have no man. I am where I am. Because there is no helper. It's not because he didn't have family, but there was nobody to help him. This year, helpers will locate you. Somebody else, I say helpers will locate you. I say helpers will locate you. Those who are meant to help you, whether within this country or outside the nation, and their minds have shifted, their, their focus shifted, you have lost favor with them. I prophesy, wherever they are, let the door of their hearts open now in the name of Jesus. The man was stagnated there because there was no man to help him. And Jesus said, take up your bed, rise up and walk. That was the situation of that man. We left that place. I flew back into Nigeria on Saturday. By Sunday, he was in his church doing the normal thing. And one man came to him and said, sir, eh, that, that, that debt you said the church is owing, how much is it? He said, he mentioned it to him. He said, pastor, don't worry again. Don't worry. Don't worry again. And the man brought the money, cash, and gave it to him. He said he couldn't just believe it. Where has this man? He has always been hearing, but his mind was sealed. And then, while he was still bouncing in that joy, one of them called him and said, Pastor, where are you? Are? He said, I'm there for my house. I need to see you. He said he went there, and the man gave him a fat envelope. He said, this one, not for church, not for you, Pastor. He said he just could not believe it. By May, when I went back there, he came around. He said, we are owners of a landed property now. Things just turn around and turn around. Within four months, somebody in this house, impossibility becomes possible for you. I say impossibility becomes possible. This night, the power to rise, receive it in the name of Jesus. Peter says, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto you. Rise on your feet, 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 rise on your feet. I speak to you from here. I speak to you. I speak to your family. I speak to your marriage. I speak to your business. I speak to your finances. I speak to your spiritual life. I command, begin to walk in the name of Jesus. Whatever is tying you down, the power is broken in the name of Jesus. Say, Father. I can hear you say, my Father. Say, my Father. Set me on my feet again. Go ahead and make it a mini prayer. Set me on my feet this year. Beginning from this month. 
Set me on my feet. Very quickly. Very quickly. Set me on my feet. This year, oh my father, set me on my feet. I have been crawling. I have been begging people for survival. Enough is enough. Lord, I receive the strength to rise. I receive life in my spiritual life, in my financial life, in my business. In my business, let everything respond to this world. Begin to rise. Rise in your spirit. Rise in your finances. Rise in your marriage. Rise in your business. Rise, 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 rise. In the name of Jesus. Kalabo seketoba yande. Ima yaya katoba yande lea. Ah, my father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Hear me? Just five minutes more. There are some of you, you have been walking before. You used to have your legs. Alright? If it is finance, in business, you are a name. You are not a certain person. You are a name. People knew you. You used to be a giver. You used to be a blessing. But something happened. The enemy shot at your feet. And suddenly you are crippled. Now, the people you used to carry before are the ones carrying you now. Listen, your season is changing tonight. How many of us know God is a redeemer? When you say God is a redeemer, he redeems, he brings you back to your original state. Alright? It doesn't cost God eternity to do it. When he says, I will do it, it means I will do it. In Ezekiel 36, go and read it from verse 33. He said, in the day I shall have cleansed you from all your sins. Now, let me beg you, run away from sin. Sin makes a man to sink and stink. Anywhere sin is operating. I, I do tell people, any day you are being tempted to sin, there is something the devil wants to collect from you. Are you hearing me now? Now, God said, in the day I shall have cleansed you from all your iniquities. That day, I will also build your ruined cities. Your desolate and ruined city, I will make it to become like the Garden of Eden. Can God do that? I'm asking, can God do that? Within the space of three months, I believe one, two, three amongst you, you will hold this microphone to share your testimony here. God is a restorer. Whatever you have lost, you will recover. I can hear you. I say you will recover. I say you will recover. The Bible says everything Job lost, he recovered in double. In double. Jewish chapter 2. He said your years that the canker worm have eaten, the palmer worm and caterpillar have destroyed. He said I will restore in double. Somebody say I will recover. Compensationally, say God will compensate for all the losses. Say God will compensate me for all my losses, my wasted years, my wasted resources, my wasted opportunities. I will recover in double. Say, Father, this is the last prayer. Say, My Father, everything I have lost. 
I recover in double. Oh God, let me recover speedily. Go ahead and pray the prayer. Go ahead and pray the prayer. Speedily. Let there be a recovery. My God, my God, my God. Let there be a recovery. Everything I have lost. Everything I have lost. This year, I recover in double opportunities. I recover my treasures. I recover financially. I recover maritally. I recover. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Ah, my father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. How many of you believe God answers prayer? Lift up those two hands. As I proclaim from here, it was by the word of God that crippled man by the beautiful gate was raised. It was by the pronouncement of God's word, the crippled man in Acts 14 was raised. It was by the word of God, the man who had been bedridden by the pool of Bethesda was raised. It was by the word, the paralytic man in Mark chapter 2 was raised. I speak to your life, the word of God. Everyone who is crippled financially, crippled maritally, crippled business-wise, crippled academically, I speak to your life. Rise up and walk in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, the word that I speak, their spirit and their life. I speak and proclaim that word upon your life. Every yoke of limitation in your life is broken now in the name of Jesus. It's broken now in the name of Jesus. It's broken now in the name of Jesus. All that you have not been able to do. Visions that have become illusions. Alright? Prophecies delayed, tied down for years. Caleb was a man of great destiny. But for 45 years, prophecy was in the freezer in his life. Until the day he woke up mentally. He said, Joshua, you are there. The word of God came through Moses to you and me. You are reigning as a president in the Federal Republic of Israel. I'm still a tenant. He said, give me this mountain. The Bible said that very day, he made his request. Hebron was given to him for inheritance. This day, I stand in your midst as one sent by God. I proclaim in your life all that rightly belongs to you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Letters of promotion. Letters of admission. Letters of employment. Letters symbolizing your breakthrough. Receive them in the name of Jesus. All your closed doors are open. From tonight, a season of rejoicing comes your way. Your season of lifting comes. Your season of jubilation comes. In the name of Jesus. In your life, no more stagnation. I said no more stagnation. No more redundancy. No more joblessness. No more barrenness. No more poverty. Break forth. 
and breakthrough in the name of Jesus. From tonight, your destiny will speak. The glory of God will manifest in your life. Arise, shine, for your light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And somebody in the house say a good amen. amen. Look at your friend, say, Look at me very well. I'm a new person. In a new glory. Say to your neighbor, say, Look at me very well. I'm a new person. I'm a carrier of a new glory. If your brother glories, sister glory, shout a good hallelujah. Amen.